network. It's all really about networking. Um, you know, someone asked me, you know, how have I been able? I mean, so I just kind of started almost what a year and a half ago, <laughs> and I'm, my my face and name or card is pretty recognizable to a lot of people. And it's like, how did you get in? How do you how do you know this? How you it's networking. Yeah. You know, when I first started wholesaling, you know, I joined all the different groups on Facebook, but I added the Meetup app, and I went to um, meetups, you know, that were free at least twice a week for three months. Wow. And it's all about networking and getting to know people um, and building those relationships. Like that's the most important thing um, is building those relationships and don't be you know afraid to talk to your competitor I'll talk to other wholesalers welcome to the young wild financially free podcast an audio experience where we don't just talk about it we live it Hey everybody, welcome to the Young, Wild, Financially Free Podcast. My name is Matt Teifke and I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Andrew Roberts. And today we have Doreen Sidney here and I'm uh, very honored to have you here. We've done a lot together and I've kind of respected seeing the things that you've done. Uh, so thank you for coming on. Thank you for the invite. Of course. The invite. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, what we usually do is we kind of dive into your background um, obviously, uh, now, you know, you're, um, you know, in the real estate game. And so we, you know, love having, um, real estate professionals on the podcast. Um, but tell us about your background. Um, well, I'm originally from Pflugerville, you know, really the Pflugerville middle school, Pflugerville high school. Wow. Um, so I'm from Pflugerville, you know, graduated, took a year off, didn't know what I was going to do. I worked at Dell computers. That's because that's what my brothers did. My mom said, if you're not going to college, you're going to work at Dell because mm-hmm. that's what worked for them. Okay. You know, so I worked at Dell on the assembly line for like six months in the boxing area, just like pushing a button and putting a computer part in the box. And I thought, oh, my God, I can't do this for the rest of my <laughs> this life. This was right out of high school? Right out of okay. high school, okay. yeah. Wow. And I was like, okay. As I said there, I was like, I've got to figure something out. And I knew deep down I wanted to be a nurse, but like no one had talked to me about college or how you do that or anything. Sure. And so I just started researching, and then I applied for nursing school, and I went to school to be a nurse. And so I've been a nurse for 18 years now. Wow. Um, yeah. So, so a long cool. time in the nursing field. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You go to ACC? No. Oh, okay. I went to a small, small college. ACC's nursing program is very hard to get into. I know. Very competitive. I and tried. So, <laughs> people put on the wait list and everything. Yeah. Well, they say they don't have a wait list, but yeah. uh, with, at least you're waiting to get in. Right. And, uh, <laughs> you're waiting on something. Yeah, yeah, you're waiting on something, you know, and you yeah. got to have like a perfect GPA. And right. I'm just like, I just want to take care of the old people. My goal was to work at the nursing home, you know. Okay. I wanted to work at the nursing home and take care of the old people, you know. Sure. And so I went to a small college called Clarendon College. It's way up in Amarillo. They don't have a long wait list. Okay, <laughs> They're cool. probably a lot of applications now, but yeah. they didn't have a long wait list. And so I applied and I got in. I was like, okay, mom, wow. I'm leaving, you know? And she's like, you're leaving? I'm oh, like, and I was yeah. like, yeah, mom, I'm leaving, but I'll be back, you know? Sure. I'll be back. Yeah. And so, yeah, so um, I didn't go to ACC just because I couldn't get in. Sure. So. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. I mean, similar story. I Someone told me that nursing was, there's a high demand, so I wanted to become a nurse. And went to ACC, got a few prerequisites out of the way, couldn't get in, and also decided that I just didn't like nursing. <laughs> uh, so I went an alternative route. Um, but so growing up, were did you have any siblings? Yes, I have two brothers. Um, they're older than me. I'm the youngest and okay. only girl. Mm-hmm. That's what I figured you were the youngest because when you said your mom was like, you're leaving? It was like, that, usually, that happened with me. I'm the baby of the family too. My mom was like, 
no, you can't go. <laughs> Empty nest syndrome. But hopefully she doesn't listen to this. Yeah. Anyways. Um, but she was okay when she found out I had a plan. But it was just like, yeah. you know, I'm the youngest and I'm the only girl. So, like, we, you know, have our girl time. Right. And, you know, working, I would go. And I was working 2 to 10 at Dell. So, during the day, we could go and do things, you know. So, it was to the age where we were, like, best friends, not just, like, That's cool. you know, my mom. So, she's like, you're leaving me? And I'm like, I've got to go. I got in nursing school. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. I it got happened. You. It happened. So, you got your degree uh, in yes. nursing. Yes. Move back. And move back. Okay. Yes, started Working. You started working. Okay. And, um, you know, I worked mostly in the gerontology field, um, which is the study of the elderly human population because I like the elderly. So for about 15 years, I worked with the elderly, whether it was dementia, memory care, just anything. That's um, tough. What, I mean, what um, made you want to do that? Um, when I grew up, my grandmother lived with us um, all through middle school and high school, and we shared a bedroom, actually. Wow. And my, my grandmother had some early dementia. She was diabetic. She's had a lot of health care issues. Sure. And my mom was taking care of her but you know my mom was working two jobs so sometimes in the evening I would have to check my grandmother's blood sugar or I would have to make sure you know she's in bed and she's not in the kitchen turning the stove on or you know any of those things and so that's when I had a feeling of just like I love taking care of my grandmother Um, when it got to the point she was in a nursing home you know we'd go see her there and I would help her but I would also help the people around her Uh you know bingo whatever and then I got to talking to the nurses and you know I'm like what do you do and they told me how much I get paid I'm like all you do you're giving them the pill cup and playing bingo and you get yeah the, I'm, I'm working in the nursing home with old people <laughs> but you know old people just have so many stories and they have so much knowledge and it was like well i can be somewhere that i work and i'm learning at the same time yeah. it was just i felt comfortable it was like a home-like environment so i knew that's what i wanted to do i just didn't know how to get there right yeah, yeah. i yeah. love that that's so true I, I was literally thinking about this the other day it's like my grandparents, you know, I'm around them, they pass away, and then I'm not really around anybody that's that much older. Right. And those are the people that have so much wisdom. I was so just thinking much about that. wisdom. Uh-huh. So much wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, you're working as a nurse um, in Austin, and how long do you do that for? Well, I'm still a nurse right now. So you're still working so as a nurse? I'm still a nurse. Wow. Um, you know, what kind of got me into real estate is one of my first patients I had. You know, first I was doing home health nursing. It was my first job. And he was a kind of retired. Um, he had a lot of rental properties, real estate, and he owned billboards. Okay. And he hired me as like a one-on-one nurse, like his, you know, private duty nurse in his house. So sure. I would home go healthcare, in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I wasn't with like a home healthcare agency. He paid okay. me directly. So I was a private duty nurse. Mm. And so I'd go in, get him dressed, you know, put out his breakfast, help him with, the, I would just help him with everything because, you know, he couldn't stand or pivot. I'd do everything for him. And he was paying me a lot of money. And then one day I was complaining to him about my apartment and all the noise. And he's like, well, what are you doing? Why don't you buy a house? And I'm like, I don't know anything about buying a house. I just graduated nursing school. I thought I figured that out. Yeah. And so he just started helping me. You know, um, my credit was good. I mean, I didn't know anything about credit, but I've been paying my bills. Right. And so he helped me through the process of buying my first home. And then probably about five months later, he goes, okay, when are you going to buy another one? And I'm like, what? I'm not rich. Like, what do you think? <laughs> I know you're paying me, but I have bills. Yeah. Um, but he helped me buy um, another home. Wow. So, you know, it was through nursing and working with someone that was elderly and needed my help but had that knowledge. And I think that helped him. He passed away eventually, but I think that helped him feel as if, you know, he had a purpose, yeah, you know, because, yeah, he can't dress himself or bathe himself or any of that stuff, but he can still walk me through the steps That's of what cool. I needed to That's do. Amazing. What was this, like? 
Oh, I graduated nursing school in 2001, so it was about between 2001, 2002. Really? So you've been thinking about real estate for a while. Yeah, yeah. I've been been involved in the real estate for a while. I have rental properties. I bought my first property, what, 2003? And, you know, I have properties in Pflugerville, Round Rock, Georgetown. You know, so I've been in the real estate industry investing. Okay. um, But, you know, not licensed or wholesaling or anything like that. Just, you know, being a nurse, taking care of my patients, but having additional um, income coming in from the rental properties. You said that was... Up until the last couple of years? Until the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, I'm still, you know, I'm still looking for buy and hold properties. Um, my goal is to retire in a couple of years. Um, my goal is to, you know, 20 years as a nurse is I want to make it to at least that. But uh-huh. then I don't want to, like, work as a nurse forever. Sure. You know, yeah. like, I don't want to work to pay the bills to go to work. I want to be able to enjoy some things. So yeah. that's why I just kind of started looking into real estate a little bit more as well. Gotcha. This is just one thing I want to point out is like what I'm so impressed by you is she literally has a full-time job. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she's actually doing a lot on the real estate side. Mm-hmm. And it just like, it's like one, you're not making any excuses about anything, but then it's like these other people that just talk about, how do I do this? I'm like, look at this. Yeah. You know, I mean, literally, full-time job. She texts me, like, five addresses a week. Yeah. You know, so you're hustling. Like, you know, she's working really, really hard. But the, the beautiful thing is it she's proving that it actually legitimately works. Right, yeah. Like, you can have a full-time job. you can job. do what you're doing, yeah. I don't know really who's do complaining about anything. Yeah, you know? yeah. I've never met anybody that is as busy as you on the real estate side and then has a full-time job. Yes. Everybody like wants to quit their day job so that they that's why they pursue wholesaling or mm-hmm. you know real estate investing. Yeah. Um, and you're doing the best of both worlds, which is awesome. Yeah, currently I'm doing the best of both worlds. Like what got me into wholesaling is, you know, I was I was pregnant with my son okay. and I was uh, pregnant and I had to go on bed rest and with no pay. And then I had my son and I was, you know, on maternity leave with no pay. And you know, I have oh. rental I have rental income, uh-huh. you know, so that was okay. And I have a savings, but I was like, you know, what else can I do to bring in money? I want to be able to stay home. Yeah. You know? So I just started Googling, you know, ways to make money for from home and I found wholesaling and I thought well let me research this I ordered a book I watched like 15 YouTube videos <laughs> and then I was like you know because of my history in real estate I understood the terms I understood yeah. ARV and repair costs because I've been a landlord right. I know how much stuff costs to fix you know <laughs> and so I was like you know what okay I went on Zillow I found it for sale by owner I sent her a text I got there Went on my lunch break, because I get an hour lunch break. It's in Georgetown, 12 minutes from me. Uh-huh. I went in my nursing scrubs. I got there. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. She's, <laughs> not, she's not me like that. Yeah, yeah. I went in my nursing scrubs. I got there. At first, I was a little intimidated because there was all these people there and, like, their belts and their hats and their tape measures. I didn't have a tape measure. Uh-huh. I didn't even take any pictures. Oh, wow. You know, I just went in, and I spoke with the owner. Uh-huh. I got to know her. I got to know her story and how I could help her. Yeah. And I ended up getting that under contract, you know, my wow. first deal, just by calling, you know. Yeah. Some people were like, how much did you pay for marketing? Da, da, da. I paid nothing. I sent a text. I met her there. I talked to her for 28 minutes, let her know I have to get back to work in time Yeah. because I'm working today. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and, you know, she chose me out of all those people. And it wasn't because my offer was the highest. It was just because she saw that I was worried about her feelings and her goals. And I was going to try to get this done for her. And I was there for her. Right. Yeah. And you built that needed. relationship. I built that relationship up. I wasn't just there with my notepad and calculating numbers and things like that. Yeah. So um, I closed my first deal and it took like three weeks. And I was wow. like, wow. 
okay, I'm good at talking with people and building those relationships. And I feel like my nursing background helps me as well because uh-huh. I'm a really good listener and assessor yeah. and, you know, just trying to meet people's needs and just being there and having that empathy. So with her, her dad had died. She He left her this house and needed a lot of repairs. Uh-huh. She couldn't pay for the repairs. Yeah. She just wanted to get it sold. And mm. so, you know, I talked to her, talked to her, and it was done in three weeks. And I thought, hmm. I can do this all the time. Yeah. I send the text, have a conversation, and you're just connecting two people? Mm-hmm. Yes, this is me. I'm still helping people just like I help people in nursing. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, when, what year was that? When did that happen? That was about almost two years ago now. Okay, cool. In September, it'll be two years. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah. Um, since then, uh, have you continued to invest yourself or has it been primarily wholesaling since then? It has been primarily wholesaling. Um, we, I do have one property that I was going to wholesale and then we just kept it ourselves for our primary residence. Oh, cool. There you go. <laughs> you know, because usually on Saturday mornings, I wake up and all my kids would get in the car. We get some donuts and some chocolate milk and we're going to go look at houses Saturday mornings. Yeah. I have like a pre-foreclosure that I'm going to go put signs at. And then I'm driving and looking for houses. And so it was Memorial Day. We were looking at houses and I saw a little for sale by owner sign in the yard. Uh-huh. And we've been looking for a larger home. But, you know, me, now that I know I have a wholesale, I don't want to pay retail. Right. So yeah, yeah. I've been looking and looking and we wanted to stay in the same school district. And we drove by and my daughter was like, there's a sign. I was like. And so we took the pictures, I called, and she's like, yeah, we've had tenants for the last 12 years. We just want to sell it as is, yada, yada, yada. And I'm Uh like, sure, can I see it today? And she's like, well, it's Memorial Day. And I was like, okay, I'm here now. Yeah, yeah. She came over, I looked at it, and I said, okay, I'll talk to my husband. And she told me the price, and I was like, oh, yeah, we'll we'll take it. Nice. And she said, do you want to talk to your husband about it? I was like, oh, yeah, he'll come. Yeah. But, you know, pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) And so he came because he was getting off of work. He works for Travis County, and he he met me there. And they're a really cute couple, you know, they're an older couple. And they're like, well, if y'all want to pray about it or think about it overnight and just let us know. Uh-huh. And my husband looked at him. He said, once my wife says she wants something, it's going to happen. Yeah. So just send us a contract and we'll review it and nice. we'll pick a closing date. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the only, everything else I've been wholesaling uh-huh. um, and going from there. But I do, if I find something, I am looking, we are looking to add more buy and hold properties. Um, eventually, maybe, you know, a light flip. Sure. Um, but right now it's just wholesaling. You know, um, I've been taking the money that I make from wholesaling and applying it to our principal okay. of our home. Our goal is to be mortgage free. And I think that's going to help me feel more comfortable cool. walking away from my nursing in a couple years. Yeah. Um, and that I can walk away. I don't have a mortgage. Right. So wholesaling yeah. goes to principal and savings. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Very cool. What, um, you know, I, I think you work a lot. Like, mm-hmm. what do you do for balance? I think, you know, me and my husband was talking about this the other night. I think it's all about planning your schedule. You know, um, you know, there's certain days that I'm not going to show a home just because other days I'm supposed to spend with my family, you know, instead of waking up at the last minute that I should, I might get up like an hour early or going to bed at eight. I go to bed at nine. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't watch a lot of TV. You know, I'm not doing Netflix runs, you know. Right. Um, But I think the main thing is just having a schedule and sticking to it. You know, we have scheduled family nights. Mm -hmm. We have scheduled date nights. My husband, we have date nights twice a month on Fridays. You know, all these things are scheduled. So, you know, my family always comes first, you know. So I think that's how I don't get overwhelmed Mm. with work and real estate and all those different things. Uh Um, A lot of time with real estate, especially pre-foreclosure, that I work a lot, you know, they want you to meet them right then or last minute or you're not going to get the deal. And the way I look at it is like, you know, God has a plan for me and I never doubt his plan. And if it was meant for me to be there for that person to help them, I will be there. But if not, then someone else is going to help them, I pray. Because if not, I'll be there tomorrow on my scheduled day or time um, or the day that I can be available and I'm there to help you. That's amazing. So I think that's the main thing is, you know, balance Mm -hmm. and balancing and everything. It's just having having a schedule. Having control over it. Yeah. 
laid out. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, a lot of people cool. in real estate, they just give it their all. Like, oh, yeah, I work every day. I'll meet you at this time, this time. I do not. I have set things, you know, I will not do, I will do. Um, and I think that's just out of respect for my husband. He's really supportive. There's no way I would have been able to do any of this without his support. Sure. But it's like I want to be respectful and say, you know, his off days are Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm not doing anything on these days because he's off. Yeah. I'm supposed to be with him, you know. Yeah. Unless he, you know, he's been getting into wholesaling and real estate as well. So cool. some days he'd be like, he's like, hey, you got any appointments? I'll just come with you. Yeah. I, he, you met my husband. Yeah, He'll come. He's still, he's a quiet guy. You know, yeah. I'm the talker. But, you <laughs> he know, <is> really <laughs> he's pretty quiet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am the talker. Yeah. But, you know, he's watched all the videos. He's read the books, you know, and he's, you know, taking the classes to get his license as well. Yeah. And so, you know, eventually we plan on being a tag team, you know, whether That's I'm amazing. the talker, maybe he can be the contract person and the appointment person, yeah. you know, because he's not a talker as much as I am. Uh-huh. Um, but so, yeah, I think that's like the most important thing with, you know, finding balance is having that set schedule. So no one yeah. feels like they're left out. For sure. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, let's go back to when you first started, uh, you know, buying rental properties. Mm-hmm. Um, were you managing those properties or did you hire a property manager? I, at first I was managing them. Yeah. How was that? The first year. It was very stressful. I can imagine. Um, and then I, for after the second second year, I switched over to a property manager. Okay. I was only with them for three months, wow. and I fired them. Okay. Um, because I hadn't got my rent, and they didn't know why. And they couldn't tell me why. Uh, I'm a very thorough, diligent person. Uh-huh. Um, on I top like of that's everything. Your, that's your first job as a property manager yeah. is to collect rent. That's what, you know. And so I called, I emailed, yeah. I text. I got no response. I got to the house. There was like a stickers and stuff around the house, and it was like a crime scene. <gasps> yeah, and I'm like, hey. Oh, I'm no. at my house, and yeah. it's like stickers, Austin Police, da 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 da. Yeah. And so, um, lo and behold, um, my tenant had attempted to commit suicide. Oh, um, but it had been days, and they didn't know. And I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna go back to managing this myself because I didn't have that much stress when I was managing it versus now you're managing it and I don't know when I'm getting my money and right. you're not on top of it and I had to go find out these <coughs> things. So I just switched back to managing myself. Um, a lot of my tenants have been there. One tenant I had for eight years, another tenant for four years. Um, I pretty much have long-term tenants. Yeah. So And I have no problem with rent collection. All my tenants, one of my tenants pays a month early and they have for eight years. Like wow. They pay on time. I give all my ten- tenants deposit cards. It works. You yeah. know? So I have no problem managing it myself. That's cool mm-hmm. well, that's awesome mm-hmm. and so how many uh if you don't mind me asking how many properties do you have now i only have three now okay. um i sold one last year um just because the hoa was getting so high and sure. it was a property that you know it was very small two bedroom one bath and i couldn't get that much on rent and sure. i was like you know what let's just sell Not that one and, and keep the three gotcha. yeah don't so. say only though i mean, oh. <laughs> that's, you know, I mean that's a big deal right yeah it like, is a big three deal. properties yeah. you know those are probably worth a lot of money yeah, it's yeah. A great market and they're going up in value every day every day and I've had them for a long time. So, you know, the Austin market now is hard for people to cash flow, mm-hmm. you know, but I've had my property since like 2003. So yeah. I'm cash flowing on them a lot. Right. And it's easy money. So, yeah. so yeah, but definitely want to add more. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, so whenever you were growing up, um, did your mom, did you guys uh, live in a house that your parents owned or um, what was your situation? Because like, uh, did your mom have any interest in real estate or your big brothers or anything like that? 
You know, my brothers never really had any interest in real estate. Um, Most recently, I've been dragging them in. You know, like I have other plans and works. um, And so they're like, you know, they're to the point like, Doreen, if you have an idea, you know, let us know. We'll get in with you. But they never had any, you know, inklings in real estate, really. Um, My mom and dad, um, I remember like them trying to buy a home. And I remember like being in the car with a real estate agent when I was little and looking at homes. Um, But we never bought a house, you know. But eventually, my parents bought a piece of land and they bought a double wide mobile home. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. So that's what they, and they still own it in Pflugerville. That's you awesome. Know? Um, so yeah, so we, we grew up there and we, in Pflugerville, when it, you know, very small town. Right. right. You know, and now it's mainly farmland. Now it's so huge. Right. Yeah. Now. now it's so huge. But yeah, so, you know, um, my parents weren't like, you know, really into like buying additional homes or anything like that. But my mom and dad always worked really, really hard. You know, my mom had two jobs. My dad only had two jobs or his own business as well. Yeah. And so I just knew deep down, like, okay, you know, I always felt like my mom and dad didn't get approved for that regular house. And mm-hmm. so they bought the land and had the mobile home, right. you know, um, but now they've added on. It looks like a regular traditional house, uh, you yeah. know, but in my mind, it was like, no, I'm going to get that house and I'm going to have multiple houses. That's like, no one's ever going to be able to tell me no, yeah. that I can't buy a house. So you think yeah. you're seeing your parents work the two jobs and hustling and grinding is where you kind of get all this fire from? Yeah, I yeah. almost think like I was I was raised like that's normal. Mm-hmm. Like you go to work and work, you come home and work, and you spend time with your family. Like yeah. I've I've always had like sometimes even I was like not even real estate, even nursing. I've always had like two jobs or a side job or a side hustle. Right. In my mind, you know, I was raised. You know, your normal job pays the bills. If you want extra things, and you got to work for it. Yeah. yeah. So I think in my mind, I was just you know trained because that's what my parents did. I thought that's what you had to do. Sure. Um, but you're right now. I have a plan, and I'm transitioning. I am trying to transition away from nursing. Don't get me wrong. I love my job. Yeah. I'm at a point in my career, like, my job is great. My boss is great. I get paid awesome. I love yeah. the people I work with. But I read this one article that says that you spend more time with the people at work than you do your family. Uh-huh. Nothing against them, but I want to spend more time with my kids than I do at work. Yeah. You know, if I think about it, I work 730 to 430, get home, dinner, bath, story, bed. Right. It's like I get a couple hours with my kids. Yeah. Like I really do, you know? So <laughs> it's just like, you know, what do I have to do to get to a point mm-hmm. that I don't have to have a, a job where I go and clock in and I don't get to spend, you know, I don't get to go to award ceremonies because I have to be at work, right. you know, on Monday at 9.30 a.m. and see my daughter get an award. I'm pretty sure if I ask my boss, she's flexible, she let me go. But yeah. it's that thing, you know, I want to get to the point where I could just get up, take my kids to school, go to the gym, come home, check on my properties, Show some properties, pick them up. You know, I just want that life eventually. You know, I don't want every day to be, you know, go to work, like, you know, clocking in. I'm just trying to get away from that eventually. So just just setting myself there. That's the beauty of, I feel like, real estate is that's the life that it allows people to live. Yeah. If you can kind of set it up the right way with with the hard work. And Mm -hmm. I was the same way. My mom, you know, I always remember my mom had three phones. She was always on the phone. Mm -hmm. She got off work, she's on the phone working. And it's like... You can create whatever you want within mm-hmm. real estate, and I just believe it's the best industry in the world. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. there's a lot of opportunity. There's so and many we're in opportunities. Austin, Texas, right? <laughs> yes, I mean, and we're in Austin, which is crazy market right now. So yeah. mm-hmm. that's awesome. Um, well. Um, I guess to, to close out, do you have any advice for young entrepreneurs or real estate investors, people who are trying to get into the game? Network. 
it's all really about networking. Um, you know, someone asked me, you know, how have I been able? I mean, because I just kind of started almost what a year and a half ago, uh-huh. and I'm, my my face and name or card is pretty recognizable to a lot of people. And it's like, how did you get in? How do you how do you know this? How you it's networking. Yeah. You know, when I first started wholesaling, you know, I joined all the different groups on Facebook, but I added the Meetup app and I went to um, meetups. You know, that were free at least twice a week for three months. Wow. And it's all about networking and getting to know people um, and building those relationships. Like that's the most important thing mm-hmm. um, is building those relationships and don't be you know afraid to talk to your competitor mm-hmm. i'll talk to other wholesalers i had a wholesaler send me a picture of my card last mm-hmm. month like hey look what i just got on a contract boom you know and my my friend was like oh did that make you mad yeah i'm competitive so i looked at it like mm. right. but then i also looked at it like this is a person that's been wholesaling way longer than me and he saw my card and was like i know this girl yeah, yeah that's cool yeah you know and he texts me right away because he knows me and he knows my card right. so it's like don't be afraid to network even with people that may be your competitor like other wholesalers um because you never know where that's going to take you. Mm-hmm. Um, I had another wholesaler that the owner didn't want to work with him. So he's like, you call him. We mm. can figure it out, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you never know. Like, what building those relationships is where it's going to take you. Yeah. We preach that. Like, that's what I preach and what I live by is doing mm-hmm. that all yep. the time. Yep. So I 100% agree. I've got one more question for you. Um, what's been like, have you had like any major setbacks within this whole process of, you know, trying to trying to get a deal and like almost feeling beaten down and, and trying to give up or um, has it just been keep pushing and, and no major? No, I mean, in the Austin market, you know, sometimes you will feel, especially if you're wholesaling, um, you know, of calling and texting and calling and texting and people yelling at you, cursing at you, you know, like you, sure. you just have to remember deep down, like you they they have their own problem and you're just trying to help them right. it's not personal uh-huh. you know even though they're yelling and cursing at you so sometimes you feel like oh god you know but i think after for a while sometimes that would get kind of heavy yeah. you know but you have to remember it's not personal you right. know they're the ones with the problem you know if you don't help them they're still going to get foreclosed mm-hmm. so i think at first that was kind of hard for me you know because i'm used to people liking me and talking mm-hmm. to me and getting to know me but yeah. you know but other than that i think you know it's it's been okay. Yeah, we had yeah. That one experience with that same that same guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna tell yeah. her? What happened? Well, I mean, she he was trying to sell, and she was yeah. we were gonna work a deal out together, and he just like went crazy on both yeah. of us. Oh, yeah. Boy. And he even said like he was gonna. Like, He's like, well, they're going to come and foreclose on me, and I'm barricading this thing up, and I've got my guns ready. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Mean, yeah. What, to what you said is like, had nothing to do with us. I mean, he's nothing having the same do issue with, with sure. the bank and potentially the police, you know. And, yeah. Um, All kinds of I don't of know things. what happened with that. <laughs> we thought we were going to get a deal done, and... Something, we were ready. Something happened, and he just flipped. He just kind of snapped, you know. But, you know, I was raised in an environment where, like, my mom and dad didn't fight and yell. Like, to this day, I've never heard my mom and dad yell. That's awesome. You know, so for someone, like, to me, yelling and cursing is an inappropriate form of communication. So when he called me and was yelling and cursing, I hung up. I'm like, Matt, I'm not doing with him anymore. Right. If you'd like to pursue it, you can. And I yeah. pursued it. But I'm it, done. And then, and then I got the same treatment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, you know, in, in a way, it's like, you know, everyone who is facing these battles, they're there for some reason, mm-hmm. you know? So a lot of times we're dealing with a lot of different types of behaviors. Most of them I can adjust to because I've been trained to work with different types of behaviors. Sure. Um, but it's some of them I'm just not going to accept. And so. Right. Yeah. Set healthy um, boundaries. You got to have the boundaries, yeah. the yeah. boundaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, for our listeners, um, how can they find out more about you? 
Um, you can find me on Facebook, of course, at Sophisticated Properties. Um, mm-hmm. I'm on Instagram as Sophisticated Properties as well. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I will include your information in the show notes of this podcast. Um, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate Thanks, you. Sorry. Thank you for having me. All right. Keep up the great work. Yes. Yeah. All right. Signing off, guys.